This podcast was recording in front of a live stadium audience. And now, coming to you live from the tri-state area and San Francisco, California, it's the best part of Wednesday. Waffle Box. With your hosts, Mike Fish and Kush Hayes. Welcome to Waffle Box, the podcast where we talk about anything, everything, and nothing all at the same time. Come up on episode 66 of Over Chicken Soup. We've got a new cure for the common cold. And we're talking the greatest beer run ever and so much more. I am Mike Fish and I am joined as always by the main man from San Fran who is super in San Fran right now. He's he's live at a, a Giants game. Mr. Kush, hey! Kush, how you doing? What's good, y'all? Kush incognito today. We are in the land of Giants where the Colorado Dwayne Johnsons are currently on the field right now and they're up one to nothing in the top of the first. It's also Portuguese Heritage Night, so uh, shalom. As they say. Hello to Cristiano Ronaldo and other such Portuguese people. Ah, how you been, other than uh, working on location? How you been? Uh, yeah, busy, man. I've been trying to keep everything together. Um, it's a good busy, but yeah. Like, uh, also, we, we might get interrupted in any minute, so we're being a naughty podcaster today, Mike. Naughty oh. podcaster. Danger is our middle Danger. name. Oh. Danger, Mike Fish, danger. While you've been obviously very busy working, like a working man should, got to pay those bills. Have you heard the big news from today? What's the big news today? Did you hear about the, the big teaser that dropped today? You're going to have to be a little more specific. I, I, I've been so busy today. Well, at around about 5 p.m. Eastern Standard Time, Mr. Ryan Reynolds dropped a teaser trailer, or a little teaser, for Deadpool 3, starring Mr. Ryan Reynolds as Deadpool and Hugh Jackman as Wolverine. Ooh. I know you're really excited about that. Oh. They say that couldn't be done. And I was one of those people. I was like, why would they do it? But they're they're apparently doing it now. I, I don't want you to get your hopes up, Mr. Mike Fish. I Too late. Understand. I mean, this is definitely happening. But this could just be a cameo. This could just be like, he, he literally just does the thing where he just walks past the background. Like, oh, that's what he did. That's what they did. So, the, the, um, they could do it again. you haven't, so you haven't seen the teaser, or you haven't seen the teaser, or I seen it. I saw oh, you it. saw it. So, yeah, it's perfectly, he's playing Wolverine. I don't care. But to be fair, like I've said many times on this show and in, in private, I want Deadpool and Wolverine to, to, to cross paths, even if it is just that you say, like, at some point, Deadpool's in a bar and Wolverine's just sitting there and they have like a quick 30 second, I don't know. Basically, I mean, at the bare minimum, that will happen. At the yeah. bare minimum. So I don't want everyone to think like, that's the new X-Men movie, bro. I can't wait. Yeah, I'm not expecting Wolverine to be in the entire movie, but you'd think just the way they did it, he'd, he's, oh, I reckon he's going to be in it for a couple of minutes. Like maybe even he was like a, oh my God, we need some extra help. And then he comes in in the last five minutes or something. But it'll be good. Oh, it'll be fun. That's what I'm expecting. But we'll see. It's coming out, what, 2024, right? Yeah, I, I, I was too excited. I didn't see the exact date. But yeah, sometime in 2024. September 2024. And it's all about, it's all about movies. Before we get into the main story tonight, I, I finally saw, I know we you reviewed it several episodes, but I finally saw Bullet Train starring Bradley Pitt. Okay. 
I thought it was very good. I thought it was very entertaining. I thought it was a lot of fun. But didn't it get like? Didn't it get like trashed in the? I didn't give it a, the best review, and it mainly it was just long. It was like forty minutes it, too long. It did go on a little bit, but um, yeah. but yeah, you know, the first fun. ninety minutes is spectacular. It's visually very appealing. You know, like they're, they're, again, funny stuff, but just too goddamn long. People. And in the cross reference, because I can't. You, you're the man. Did someone score? Um, uh, I guess so. So in the cross, who's who's the guy that that directed Bullet Train and Deadpool Two? It's the same guy. Okay, it's the same guy. I, I don't know his name. Oh, but we, uh, David something, guy. I think. Anyway, doesn't matter. Doesn't matter. But yeah, I'd like the fact that there was a little, you know, in Deadpool Two, Brad Pitt makes a little very quick cameo, and then in Bullet Train, Ryan Reynolds makes that little quick cameo in there. Everybody loves cameo. It was, yeah. it was very good. Very good. Very good. All right, since you're a busy boy and we could get shut down any second now. They're um, trying to shut us down, man. They're trying to shut us down. You can't hold us down, but sort of you can. Um, let's get into people. So you're a, you're a man of the world. You know of uh, Mr. George Carlin, right? You you know George <laughs> Carlin. Rest in peace. R.I.P.Z. The man famously said in one of my favorite bits, you imagine how stupid the average person is just realize that 50 percent of the people are dumber than them and no more could that mean more than have you heard of this new uh i feel that every time i have to say this these three words or i guess the two hyphenated words and an extra word doesn't matter something dumb's always going to come of it but have you heard of this TikTok trend that's been going on apparently. It's uh, it's gonna be a new. It's called new cure for the common cold. It's called the oh. quote unquote the sleepy chicken challenge. I did hear about this, and I didn't know I wanted to do it until they told me I couldn't do it. <laughs> so for those that don't know, and I'm jealous of you, so the the quote unquote health trend of the sleepy chicken challenge, which doesn't sound like a I, I, without even knowing the details of it if someone said to me do you want to try the sleepy chicken challenge um no i'm oh. good i'm good but i have mics then I'll, I'll take two yeah i'm extra peckish today <laughs> so this is where i love this the way this story is this is from an article from the sun in the uk talking about american weirdos but it says where people were supposedly there's video footage they, they did this boiling chicken in NyQuil. Some people claimed it could be a cure for a cold. However, unsurprisingly, doctors have warned that you should not be braising your chicken or anything for that matter in a cold and flu remedy product. <laughs> I mean... So first off, the original NyQuil flavor is disgusting. I wouldn't put that on my chicken at all. No. But I might try the orange NyQuil. I might try the cherry NyQuil. Cherry orange NyQuil. chicken. Orange chicken. Orange chicken might be really good. Like, I, you know, I normally say, uh, you know, Darwinism, Darwinism at its finest. Uh, you know, a stupid person is always, etc., etc., etc. But kind of want to try this recipe, Mike Fish. No. So, just a little, little chicken breast, just a little, just a little smooth. So apparently, the health implications of this, of, 
seemed pretty obvious to me, but there you go. So a Dr. Jeff Foster from the UK said that social media should never be used as a source of medical information. Yes, I agree. I agree 100%. He said it tends to bring out the worst in some cases, hence the Darwinian approach of anti-vaxxers. Ooh, easy, Jeff. Don't, let's go get some issues. Uh, who obtain their medical quote-unquote research from such sources as Facebook and Instagram and TikTok. The amount of times people come up to me and say something as if it's facts, and I go, "Where'd you hear that?" And they go, "TikTok." Fuck off. <laughs> really? Oh, that's oh. Also, who um, are you hanging out with that's on TikTok? Who are these children, Mike Bush? I'm a 37 year old married man. Who do you think I'm hanging out with? Hmm? Mm-hmm. People that who live their life vicariously through others okay. on TikTok and Instagram. Um. So, uh, the case of Nicole Chicken, easy. Was he a Formula One driver over there? Jesus. Um, the case of Nicole Chicken is no different. The idea that by saturating any food product in medicine, believed that it would be provided, blah, 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 blah. It's, it's stupid and dangerous. So basically, when you cook the Nicole, obviously it burns off the water and the alcohol in it, leaving it with its its just drugs. Don't do that. Drugs are bad. And some drugs are good. I mean... You know, you can use marijuana in cooking things. You know, I've heard cookies are quite, and brownies are quite yumsus with such an ingredient. But, and saying who, it's almost like our dumb world record segment. It's, it's, it's like a twofold thing. It's like, one, that's incredibly stupid. Why would you do that? And two, who was the person that first thought, this would be a good idea. Yeah, well, I, I imagine they were high when they first came up with the idea. Uh, you know what? This probably was, I'm going to guess this person was on meth. So they were already having trouble sleeping. They're like, I don't understand. I just keep doing all this meth. I just do more and more meth and I just can't get to sleep. Uh, I know. You know what I should do? I'm going to grill some chicken. With I'm some hungry. Well. When you're sleepy and you're hungry. Yeah, it's you're like happy. two birds, one stone. Yes, yes. But yeah, who's who's worse? This is where I always wonder. Who's worse along the food chain here? The person that came up with the idea or the person that was, heard that idea and was like, yeah, I think you're on to a winner, pal. Well, it's definitely not me. So it's probably the guy who came up with the idea. But like, I would definitely have some questions of like, where'd you come up with this idea? Why NyQuil? And how'd it go? I imagine there's still a lot I mean, you'd think so. They've got to be alive to tell the story, right? Maybe. I don't know. Maybe that's where it's going to get deep, dark, deeper and darker. And next week, we're going to be talking about oh, the we, uh, in memoriam segment of Waffle Box. We talk about the people there. <laughs> Your last cliches. He went to sleep chicken. and then he woke up dead. But at least he slept with a full stomach. Mm-hmm. Yes. What's that bell going on in the background? Uh, that's Rally Bell. Oh, no, no that's actually the uh, N. Judah. The what? Uh, Muni, the Muni train. The beauty train? Muni. M-U-N-Y. Oh, Muni Municipal train. transit. Oh, that's like your subway. Mm-hmm. But it's a Yeah, adorable. Old San Francisco trying to have an underground a subway like it New is. York. Oh. Yeah, it's a subway. It's not open as late as New York, but it's, it's a good subway. It's getting bigger, too. Ah, New York. The they're, city never they're sleeps. expanding it. Maybe they need some sleepy chicken. And then everyone will be happy. Yeah. 
Oh dear. So yeah, don't do that, kids. Just if you just take the night call regularly and chicken regularly. Kids. But adults, knock yourself the fuck out. Literally. It's by drinking nightcall with chicken. As with anything, it's always like if you like one thing and you like another thing, it's not necessary you need to merge the two. Like I like <laughs> I like um drinking alcohol, but I also like um no, no, I got I've lost because you can yeah. you can literally mix drinking with anything except for driving, kids. Don't do that. Don't, definitely don't drink and drive. Ah, well, there I'm you go. Put that on that one. No sleepy chicken, sleepy, sleepy chicken. All right, shall we move on? Should we talk about some world records? Should we, you know should we talk I, about? I love missing world records. Shall we talk about people that are doing things with their lives and getting their name in a book? Or is is I don't know if the book's even still there anymore. Do you, can you still get the print version of the Guinness Book of World Records, or is this the Guinness I, website? I have a feeling it's something that like middle school children are still getting at the book fair. Hmm. Well, anyway, let's talk about some dumb world records in this week's dumbest world record of the week. Why? Why? Why would I? Why? 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 Why would you want to do that? Uh, by the way, what you sipping on there, Mr. Hayes? Is that is that water because you're on the clock? Just water. Yep. We are definitely on the clock, so it's all water. Can I should have got a, a cup of coffee though because it's getting cold, but my bad. Isn't it? I hate this time of year. Oh, I put something on my my personal Twitter account earlier, which you can find at only at only Mike Fish. I changed it a little bit because I was so sick of saying at Mr. Mike Fish, M-R Mike Fish. I had to spell it out because obviously some people put Mr. M-I-S-T-E. So I was like, I'm going to change it. It's only Mike Fish. But yeah, it's just that time of year. It's that time of year where it's like when you're in the sun, sun's out, sun's shining on you. You're like, oh my God, this is a gorgeous day. I need to get my chest out so I can get some tan. I need to put my shorts on. But as soon as you step into the shade, you're like, fuck me, it's cold. We also got the bay just right there. So, like, I'm looking at the Bay Bridge right now. So, like, all the Arctic wind is coming in. You know, I'm a Covey Cove is right around the corner. So, it's just it's just all the wind is happening right now. Oh, and that's that's pretty normal regardless of what day of the year it is. Just Kush Haze getting blown live on Waffle Box. That would be nice. hey yeah, I don't think it would be nice for me. It would be a bit awkward. Uh, anyway. Um, You'd be fine. You show. This show. Let her do her there. Would you like to promote yourself on the show? <laughs> That's how that sounds. Ah, anyway. lovely, lovely. Speaking of, um, this okay. next world record comes from Bangkok. Funnily enough, uh... it does as well. It does. Um, as we should, do you remember when we did that world record about the people that did the the, the donuts? They made all those donuts and put oh, yeah, 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 yeah. mosaic. Yes. It was yes. wasteful. We we disavowed them for wasting. This is of a similar thing. So a Bangkok hotel has earned a Guinness World Record by mixing a massive 167.4 gallon Negroni cocktail. Okay. Yeah, that's fresh. 167 gallons. Yeah. The I'm gonna pronounce this incorrectly, I'm sure, but the Kimpton Mala Malay Bangkok, which is uh, I believe uh, yeah, is the hotel announced. Just fill in the swimming pool. 
Well, they announced on Facebook it earned the Guinness World Record for the largest Negroni cocktail in a specially made container in his outdoor garden, the Urban Oasis Garden. Now, are you familiar with the Negroni cocktail? Because I'm not. I, I know of it. I don't think yeah, I know of it. I don't know what goes into it. So I didn't know whether they put the, they actually got the right measurements down. If you are a barman or a bar woman, bar person, I don't know what the, the correct way of saying that is. If you're listening to this and you think, oh, you got that wrong, the measures, let us know. Uh, at what, enjoy, uh, at what box pod. Uh, the cocktail contained about 55.5 gallons of gin, Campari, and Ros- Rosso Vermouth. Okay, Rosario Vermouth. Baby. So it's, it's equal measures, three, three, 55 gallons of each. Wow. A Guinness adjudicator was on hand to verify the cocktail beat the previous record of 133.14 gallons, which was set at the Sicilian Butcher in Phoenix, Arizona. The Sicilian Butcher? I'm sure that's a, not an actual butcher, because that'd be like a waste of their time. <laughs> But like, but like, again, like I, you know what? This one I can, I, I at least get the thought process because I'm assuming the Bangkok Hotel, the Kimpton Marley, has a bar to it. You know, most hotels have bars, so I get you know, hey, let's draw attention to the bar by making a massive cocktail. I get it, but I'm pretty sure. Out of the 167 gallons of this thing, I'm almost certain at least 150 gallons of it went to waste. I mean, you definitely want to give that to as many people as you could, just to just to make sure it doesn't go to waste. But how they achieve that, I I don't know. Hey, hey, come on, what? Just break the world record. Bring your cups. Bring your own cups. And they could have the public walk past and just drag it into the big vat of cocktail. Mmm. No, no, they, they definitely got designated service for that. But I would absolutely hope that uh, they would supply their own cups, not, not make public drink cups with them. Otherwise, what about, what about when you get to the bottom of it, the dregs of it? I mean, someone's probably going to have to get in there with a ladder and everything. It's going to be nasty. It's going to be nasty. Oh, that's nasty. But yeah, so congratulations to the Kipton Marley in Bangkok breaking the world record, but stop being wasteful with world records. You know, there are there's there's families who that don't who get to drink their gronies every night. Don't right? get to drink the gronies, and there's probably you know, yeah, you know, or at least you know, pass it out to. I don't know what the homeless situation is like in Bangkok, but it ain't good. Is, good. In that, there's what is a lot of them, or it's not good in that if you're caught being homeless, you're like get off the streets in a nasty way. Feeling it's bad, bad feeling all the way around. But still, just go around, go around to the you know, to the, make them happy at least. You know, here you go. Warm yourself up here on this Negroni. Mm. Help the community. That's all I'm saying. That's all I'm saying. Ah, right. Some, yeah, people are enjoying themselves. There's some kids yelling in the background. You should go punch one of the children. You can that'd be, that's amazing. That'd be fun. 
Ah, anyway, well, that brings us to the close of this first half of this episode of Waffle Bucks. Still to come. Yay. Um, everyone's having a good time. Uh, we're talking the greatest beer run ever in this week's movie review. We're also talking about the letter of the week in this week's trapdoor segment. Plus so much more when we come back after the Muni goes past and after this short break. It's now time for the middle of the show quiz. Hey, welcome back to Walk Box, episode 66. As always, I'm Mike Fishies, because hey, um, live on location at the, uh, at the Big Tech Stadium. stadium. Big Tech Stadium. I'm assuming that's not the real name. We're not really on the real name. Yeah, they're not sponsoring us. They want, if they want a plug, they can sponsor us. Um, but yeah, so it's just allow you, okay, it's just, just in case, you know, because I, I, as you, everyone knows, I'm not a big fan of editing things. I don't like editing things. So what we record, that's what's going out. That's what the people are hearing. So just to kind of give you, you know, if you are listening to this, just to give you a little heads up. So Kush may be interrupted at some point. He hopefully won't, but just in case he might do, they might be wondering why he is he's doing what he's doing in a public place. So his cover story, his cover story is that I'm his uh was it cousin or brother-in-law cousin maybe? in new jersey cousin in new jersey who's having a baby I, well, i'm not having a baby but you know my significant other is having a baby so if at any point while we're talking about maybe uh, the movie if all of a sudden i go yeah oh yeah it's a it's a couple of centimeters now oh it's any time now oh no 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 we're, you're not actually in labor fool. like you oh we're just talking about like you just got the announcement it's happy oh well, okay yeah, well we're, still and we're just facetiming them uh, yeah, okay. Like, I'm, I'm happy for it. Oh, this I'm so excited. Moment, sir. I'm so excited. Why am I wearing sunglasses? Because uh, it's, this is a bright future ahead of us. Sir. Yeah. Because uh. I'm blind. Don't be so insensitive. That's... <laughs> we got to. Yeah, let's, let's keep this moving. Okay, anyway. So, the middle of the show quiz this week, as Cushy's talking about the greatest beer run ever in this week's movie review, I thought we'd do a little bit of a beer themed quiz. Okay. Uh, unsurprisingly, this came quite easily to me. I quite liked coming up with this one. So, uh, if you've never listened to a Waffle Box before, if you've never got this far into the show, uh, I'm going to give Cush five, not one, not two, not three, not four, but five questions. Obviously, the name of the game is to try to get at least best three out of five. But if he wants to get a grand slam, get the five. Um, if he gets this question correct, he hears this noise, which makes him happy. But unfortunately, if he does get it wrong, he hears this noise. Oh, it makes him sad. All right, Chris, are you ready? Have you uh, done your research on beer? Yeah, I've you- been studying this for the quiz for 27 years sir Whoa. maybe longer uh, not gonna... uh, all right well question number one on this week's quiz about beer which country hosts Belgium. what is considered 
the oldest brewery in the world. Germany. Ooh. For a bonus point, can you guess which century this brewery apparently opened up? 18th century? The 11th century. This wow. brewery apparently opened up in 1040. Okay. Someone's car alarm's going off, I think, or something. Yep. <laughs> You're not adding to the tense ambiance, car owner. God damn it. Anyway, question number two. From the last data, which was from 2017, what is the most popular beer in the world by global sales? I'm going to guess Budweiser. I'm probably wrong. Budweiser was number two. Good shout, good shout. But the number, this is a fun fact, actually. It's just one you could tell your friends, make yourself look smart. So the answer is a beer called Snow. Oh, where's that from? Which is from China and it is sold only in China. And even though it's sold only in China, it's sold more than double of Budweiser that year. Wow. That's well, crazy, right? China's a big, China's China's like a big place. Two thirds bigger than us already. So, yeah, that doesn't surprise Very cool. Right, so, wait, it's good. Good fact. Fun fact. All right, one for one. All right. Number three, in which decade was the game beer pong widely said to be invented? 20th century. Which decade? Oh, 1990s. The first game of beer pong was on record to be in 1950s. Who'd have done? Really? Wow. Who'd have done? Okay. Not I. 20th century. Fucking hell. All right, question number four. Try to get yourself back into this one. Which U.S. president was the first to brew his own beer in the White House? Teddy Roosevelt. Surprisingly enough, it came as late as Mr. Barack Obama. Barack Obama was the first U.S. president to brew beer. Barry's brewing beer in the White House? The basement of the White House? Why not? Why, well, I, I would. Back it. I'd, Barry's I'd brewing have, basement beer. I'd have had a meth lab in there. What are they going to do? I'm the president, goddammit. <laughs> you got yourself up, set yourself up, you know, for afterwards. You're going to get two terms and then you're on your own. Get that money coming in. All right. So this one's just for pride now. Question number five. In which decade, speaking of homebrewing, in which decade was it legal to homebrew beer across all 50 states? All 56? 1960s? <gasps> you know what, actually, it wasn't until the twen 2013 when really? Mississippi and Alabama finally made it legal to brew your own beer at home. Oh, weird. Is it, though, you when you actually think been about on top it? Of it? Yeah, if, was, if, there was, if there was two states that would be that far behind the curve, Mississippi and Alabama, right? You think? It's one of those, it's like, it's like Mississippi and Alabama not making it legal to brew your own beer until 2013 is sort of like if you go back a few episodes it's like the vince mcmahon sex scandal it's kind of like huh i'm shocked but not surprised <laughs> there you go Alabama. all right <clears throat> let's as always the next segment is trapdoor segment let's get into that and let's uh, delete some shit from 
existence. Please. It's the trapdoor segment. This segment that we take four things that are in existence as of right now, and then we delete one from existence because god damn it, there's too many people and there's too many things in this world. So we're doing the world a service by deleting one a week at a time. Yeah, thank us later. Yeah, we'll thank us later. When you got that little bit of more oxygen to breathe, oh, I can feel there's one, there's one less annoying person in the world. You'd be thinking, you'd be thinking this. Um, this week, I thought we'd start a new trend. We're going to go through the alphabet. Okay. Now, we're not going to be deleting a letter from the alphabet. That would be crazy. Otherwise, you know, spelling would be so hard. But this week, we're going to go through humans that begin with the letter. So let's see this week is the letter A. So I'm going to give Kush Hayes four human beings with names beginning with the letter A. And he, and he alone, has to decide which one takes a trip then a trap hey door. Aaron Abernathy ah! living Ooh. the high life at the top of the phone book hey Aaron Abernathy the first guy in the phone book Fucking son of a bitch gets all the lucky breaks uh, just because when lazy people are picking things no so here is the four choices that people let begin to let away so number one Avril Lavigne number two Andrew Garfield. Number three, Ashton Kutcher. On number four, Adam Driver. So one of these four people, you have to cull, you have to kill, not kill necessarily. You know, we send them down the trap door. What happens after that? We don't know. We don't ask questions. But Avril Lavigne, Andrew Garfield, Ashton Kutcher, Adam Driver, which one? Please show you working for the people at home so we can mark you correctly. I mean, Adam Driver is just, you know, not only is he a patriot, but he's a really good actor. And he's a hunk. And he's a hunk. He is uh, one of those, I think we've mentioned this before, I think, I do remember that now I'm saying it, but he is one of those people that you're like, that is one of the goddamn most handsome, ugly, weird-looking people I've ever seen. <laughs> he looks weird. He looks weird. But he's like, yeah, he's good-looking. But the charisma, like, just... Shoots right through that. He's safe, anyways. He's safe. He's safe. So we're down Um, to three. Ashton Kutcher. You know what? People don't have to like his acting, but he's not a he's not a dumb dude. He's uh, actually pretty good uh, financialist. Oh, I bet he's still he's still collecting those punked checks. Oh, Oh, he's definitely collecting those punked checks. Like he's getting shipped like Thailand, all that stuff. So he's safe. who is our boy? Uh, Aaron, Aaron Andrew Andrew Garfield. Andrew Garfield. I don't think we've seen the best of him yet. Like I, I think he's. I think not only is he a great actor, but he's only getting better as he gets older. So, so Andrew Garfield, you're safe. Miss Avril Lavigne, you, you, I think you, you think just sandwich, and I think we need to drop you down a trap door. You think? Uh, I know. You think she peaks with Skater Boy? Probably. I, I know I've heard some of her music, but I couldn't name one off the top of my head. Outside of like, I know that one. It's you know I, I will say I did purchase with my own hard-earned cashery ruse uh, Avalorine's first album. Okay. That's, had some bangers on it. I will say that. Well, it'll be a collector's item when she falls down the trap door. 
You hear that, mum and dad? Don't throw that away. All that shit got left back in England. I didn't bring any of that. Fucking. Why would I, like? It's weird. It's like it's, I don't want to throw it away. It seems like a waste. But at the same time, why would I want to bring it over to the United States? Like, I don't have a CD. I don't own a CD player anymore. Those shipping charges are expensive. Yeah, so I just go over there and fill my luggage with snacks because I'm that kind of guy. Oh, you know, last time, remember this? Remember when I went back to England and caught COVID? So I had to stay there and, and now Spotify is going to fucking list this as like, take care for COVID information. I'm not talking about COVID, I'm talking about how I had COVID. Did you, they did that last time. They did that. They did that. Really? Yeah. So, because, yeah, because now if you scroll through our episodes on Spotify, one of them has like a take care for more information on COVID 19. It's like, oh, now you're going to make us. For uh, the first. Our first episode of the year when I had COVID. Oh, maybe. But it's like, now you make, made it look like we're talking about some weird conspiracy theories and shit. But no, we are just talking about experiences anyway. But anyway, yeah, I went there several months, a couple of months ago now. And then I was going through the, the pantry, which is behind the Saquon Barkley jersey. And I, I found some chips that I bought. And I was like, oh my God, I forgot I had these. And I was so happy. Oh, so happy. <laughs> Sorry, America is one of the greatest countries in the world. I salute you, but your chocolate sucks. And you need to import more chocolate from Europe. That's all I'm saying. I'm not mad about that. You're right. I'm right. Okay. This is now time. Since we've already been talking about movies at the beginning of the show, it's now time to review a movie this week, though. It's a special one. It's a special one, ladies and gentlemen. Let me bring in the intro and then I'll tell you why it's so fucking special. This is that time. Cushies. Movie review. Cushies movie review. Why is it so special, Mac? I hear you say I'll feed you baby birds. This week's movie is so special because I think for the very first time on Waffle Box in the 66 episodes of its existence, Cush Hayes is going to be reviewing a movie before it comes out. Oh, oh yeah. That is exciting. I got a a regal cinema chain. We get in there. At a Mystery Monday movie event. uh, Oh, don't tell them that. Don't tell them. Just don't. Just, you know, you got the press pass because you're associated with Waffle Box. We'll get our press pass again. Don't worry about that. Anyway, but uh, yeah, yeah, the greatest beer run ever. Zach Efron, Russell Crowe, Bill Murray—they're all in it. Uh, directed by Peter Farrelly. Uh, if you're wondering why you know that name, he's done movies like um, Pinheads. Was that no oh, Kingpins? The Kingpins, Dumb and Dumber. Also uh, starring Bill Murray. Not Dumb and Dumber. He wasn't in Dumb and Dumber. Also did um, the Academy Award-winning Green Book from like three or four years ago. So oh, this I movie was that. trying to swing for the fences. It was trying to get this all-star cast. It's trying to get a little little gold trophy nomination in March. Will it? It's Probably a true not. story. So they, they know it we do well. It is a true story based on a book of the same name, The Greatest Beer Run Ever. And it's about this dude during the Vietnam era who's just really aloof and kind of a flake. And uh, just, you know, really irresponsible. And someone gives him the idea, like, you know, it'd be great right now. We could visit our buddies over in Vietnam and just give them a beer. Just say, just say thank you. And it's one of the stupidest ideas one has ever thought of. 
but it was also like one of the sweetest ideas ever executed. So, Zach got from sure enough. He does uh Stop. That's for that listening to the audio version. Some guy just walked past the camera. Yeah, we're filming here. Jesus Christ. The unprofessionalism sure of these people. Anyway, carry sure on. I don't let them know that little brother. But, anyways, uh, Zach Efron jumps on a merchant marine tugboat, gets gets a whole duffel bag full of beer to Vietnam, and then finds out, oh shit, war is real. <laughs> and war is really scary. Um, it's two hours long. It's it's done really well. I had a good time watching it. Um, it actually comes out on Apple TV Plus this Friday. It does also be in limited release. But um, yeah, I would actually recommend if you have the Apple TV, go see this. If you want to see it in a theater, maybe not necessarily worth it. But uh, it's really well done. It tells a story that you actually haven't heard about in uh, too many Vietnam movies about an incident called the Tet Offense. You kids will have to do your homework on that. But basically, like, uh, the Viet Cong came up to the United States and was like, hey, we got a New Year's coming up. Do you mind if uh, we just take let's just we take a couple days off of the war? We not war for a couple days. No, like, cease fire. This could mean, you know, like, peace talks. This is, this would be very good, beneficial for everyone. Yes. We'll, we'll, we'll take the day off from war. And then on New Year's, they were like, psych, war, 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 war. Oh, the shit out of the city of Tet. The bastards. Oh. Uh, uh, Saigon, excuse me. Uh, Tet's holiday, Saigon's the country. So anyways, he gets caught up in that crazy shit. They do a really well job of showing just how brutal that fucking thing was. Uh, Russell Crowe plays a photographer. He's in it for maybe 10 minutes. Hmm. Uh, Bill Murray, again, maybe in it for less than five minutes. Oh, that's disappointing. Yeah, they're all right. I hate it when they put people in trailers when they're only in it for a split, like a little minute. That's that's me. Did you see the trailer? Because I never saw the trailer. I just went in blind. I saw. I I wouldn't be able to narrate it for you, but yeah, they're all all the all the heavy hitters are in it. Well, anyway, it's really well done. I'm giving it a low three, but it's all. I enjoyed it. I can't wait for it to come out this Friday and I'm going to get my mom to see because she lived through all that shit just down the street. What she did in Vietnam? During the conflict she was a DJ. What? Yeah. That's... What? <laughs> yeah, it's pretty cool. We'll have to talk about that another time. Yeah. Jesus. Oh, Mama Hayes with the wicked, wicked, wicked wah and the ones and twos. Ah. Was she was she a vinyl girl? I mean, uh, no, they were using cassettes, uh, but not like the cassettes you and I grew up with. Like, uh, might as well just call them eight tracks, but they're, I think they're even different from that. Damn. Yeah, they we've uncovered something there. Uh, but rudely, the wind seemed to interrupt you. So I just want to double check and catch it. Did you just say a low four out of five? Low four out of five. Low four out of five. Is this one of those? I feel this is one of those stories that kind of relies. This is, this is going to sound stupid, so hear me out. Relies too much on it being a true story because if you didn't know this was a true story, you'd be like, "This story is dumb. This doesn't make any sense." Uh, I hear what you're saying. Um, 
I think even if it wasn't a true story, it's still a sweet story. Again, like this guy was literally threw himself in harm's way to just visit his friends and like go, hey, how you doing? It's Dicky. Uh, <laughs> you want a cold one? <laughs> Wait, what the fuck you in He gets he gets they and they ask that a lot. Like, what are you doing here? Do, do a bit. No, I'm working right now. One guy literally has to run 200 meters across a war zone as, as active shooters are firing on him. And he's like, what? <laughs> like, that keeps coming up a lot in the movie. Like, he brought us a beer? What? We're kind of busy uh, right now. but we're, That also comes up a lot. Yeah, we're very busy right now. Like, we shouldn't be here. So. What a knobhead. What a sweet knobhead, I guess. Oh, I'm kind of I'm kind of upset though that that the, that New Year's ceasefire didn't work out because that reminds yeah, me of a, a lot of people are upset about that. It reminds me of a wonderful story. I believe it was the First World War, if I'm correct, when on Christmas Day, one of the years during the war, um, German troops and British troops, which I think they were actually Scottish, but they're British still, whatever. But you know, just in case anyone goes, oh, they were Scottish. So German and Scottish troops on Christmas Day just kind of went, "Hey, do do, do, do you want do you want to have a game of football?" And they were like, "Yeah, yeah, all right." And so they stopped fighting for like a couple of hours and just had a game of football. Didn't didn't they make a movie out of that called I, Victory? I believe they did. That and like I keep, something to make a movie on. And I'm quite, I still am shocked because this would be a huge moneymaker just because of like, no one's doing anything in England on Christmas Day. So why not do like a, for charity, do a, like a, a, a celebrity, like, you know, England or Britain, a British team versus Germany, Christmas Day special. Make so much money, so much money for charity. It'd be great, but no one's ever done it. There's a great story about um, the U.S. Embassy went up to the Harlem Globetrotters. Went, hey man, there's like a, a civil war going on, in like Nicaragua or somewhere. You want to go to Nicaragua and make them just cease fire for a day, and just have a basketball game? And they did. And guess what? There was a ceasefire for the whole day. Just, but it was like you know, one side of the arena was was the Reds, and the other side was the Blues. But they all just Watch the basketball. It was great. Oh, it's a cool story. People holding. Is that, is, is that guy balancing that basketball in his nose? What the fuck? <laughs> fuck this shit. I want to watch this guy. <laughs> Have you ever been to a Harlem Globetrotters game? No. I. It's. I went ironically one one time. They were they were in London doing a couple of shows. And it was—it's so much fun. It is—it's so much pro wrestling as well. It's hilarious. Yeah. Like you get the 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 coach of the other team, whoever you know, I can't—I don't know if they have a name if they change it, which depending on which town they're in. But it was like the the guy who's coaching the other team, not the Harlem Globetrotters. He would come out and he's on the microphone at halftime and be like. Hey, you guys need to stop cheering these Globetrotters because they suck, just like insert local sports team here. Oh, nice. Nice. Great stuff, great stuff. But yeah, so there you go. There's your little sneak peek at the greatest beer run ever available on Apple TV+. Plus. Extreme is provided by Apple.
as they like to say on the radio commercials, just in case you're stupid enough not to work that out for yourself. Coming out this Friday or last Friday, depending on where you listen to this. September 30th. September 30th. There you go. Ah, speaking. So that was a nice feel-good story. A couple of feel-good stories in there. Let's uh, let's talk about another feel-good story in... Oh, actually, before we get to the feel-good story, let's just do some you know, housekeeping, as they like to say. Um, if you aren't already doing this make sure you subscribe to your preferred platform if you are listening to us on spotify Apple podcast google podcast stitcher good pods wherever it is if you're listening to the audio version make sure you hit that follow or subscribe button maybe even leave us a review if you can that'd be nice we'd appreciate it um if you are watching the video version on youtube again smash that subscribe button and give us a thumbs up it helps with the algorithm it helps get found more smash it uh, super appreciative and all the links where you can find us for downloads, socials and all that stuff. Make sure you go to enjoywafflebox.com. Appreciate ya. Anyway, let's uh, wrap up this week's show as we always do. So we all leave feeling all warm and fuzzy inside with this week's spill good story of the week. Anyway, actually, this week's uh, Feel Good Story kind of does lend itself to the very sexy theme song for that jingle. Um, this Feel Good Story comes to us from the land of Cuba. Cuba. So finally, <clears throat> Cuba held a national referendum this past week. And whether they should legalize same-sex marriage. And, and as the American propaganda from a little while ago, not going to bring that up, not going to try to you know, rub any salt in any wounds, but uh, Cuba's not a nice place, apparently. But apparently, uh, two-thirds of the population voted to approve reforms in a new quote-unquote family code, which not only allows same-sex marriage, but also will now allow surrogate pregnancies and give gay couples the right to adopt children. Go Cuba. You're a bit late to the party, but whatever. At least you're here. At least you're here. Um, As you won't be shocked to find out, um... There was significant opposition to the reforms uh, amongst religious groups and conservatives. Who would have thunk? Um, but yes, this marks a big moment for Cuba, which saw gay marriage, gay people persecuted and sent to work in camps as up as recently up to the 1960s and 1970s. Um, so the fact that this is a fantastic thing. Um, that currently law requires 50% of voters to approve for the law to be adopted. But yeah, over two thirds in Cuba voted for the quote unquote family code to give rights to the old gays. Good old gays. Finally, Cuban gays, you can get kids and be as miserable as the heteros. <laughs> yeah, but I was like, 
Like, I, get, I get it. Like, hey, give them, yeah, if they want to, they should be allowed to. But why? Why would you want to? Get to fucking... That's like, oh, fucking hell. I, I think I, I went into that last week, didn't I? I really need to stop ranting about kids. But um, there you go. Hats off to Cuba. Go. Good job, Cuba. Good job, Cuba. Ah, well, this is a fun little episode. You know, nice it's to see you outside. Yeah, Get a little bit of color, sure. even though it's it's dark now. Oh, there goes the the Muni. Uh, people who are not in San Francisco or New Jersey are probably like, "What the fuck are they talking about right now?" But there you oh, go. Uh... Oh, there we go. So oh! That's my view right now. The Invisible Man is 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 the one that's filming you. Hey, yeah. uh, I was kind of expecting, you know, a nice little backdrop of the actual ballpark. So I, it's was, like... I would have liked to have gotten that for you too, but it's uh, yeah. extenuating circumstances that have prevented it. And uh, yeah, well, let's let's call let's call a spade a spade. The the Wi-Fi sucks in every stadium worldwide for some reason. I mean, we're on the Wi-Fi right now, so yeah, yeah but you're out. Well. You're you're not you're not really in the depths of it. That's what I'm saying. You know what I'm saying? Anyway, but yeah, anyway, so you'll be you'll this. be back in uh you'll be back in uh Waffle Box Studios next week. Yep. Wonderful stuff. Um, yes, if you do like our voices and you want to think, hey, I like these guys. I want to follow them on social media. See what else they do the rest of the week. You can follow me at only Mike Fish. You can follow this guy. At Kush underscore Hayes. At Kush underscore Hayes. Normally, I allow him time to promote his other podcast ventures, but because, you know, he's being a lazy bum by, oh, I'm working. Oh, what a crappy excuse. Uh, unfortunately, there's no microdose this week. New microdose this week. However, I do um, give, uh, you know, go back and listen to the last microdose if you haven't already done it. Um, where he interviews um, the name that escapes me, professional wrestler. Kakame. What? Kakame. What did you call me? <laughs> I yeah. set, I, I set you, I set you up for that one. Because that's like so cocking cock me. You're so silly, cousin. Anyway, <clears throat> yeah, it's a great story. I won't spoil too much of it, but you know, he's he's a professional wrestler, hyping up his upcoming show. But then you find out, oh my god. He has a little bit of history with Mr. Hayes. It's a fun little story, fun little tale. Uh, check it out. Search for... Thanks for listening to it. Of course, of course. The Bosnet.family. Or to search on Spotify where I podcast micros. But yes, Bosnet.family. Ooh, the podcast that this joker over here performs. Ah, until next week. Uh, as maps has taught me anything it'll be episode 67 we'll be back next week so until then take care of yourselves and each other that's all folks damn that wind